Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Wednesday morning. Yeah, hump day. It is so nasty outside. I've, I've lost all track of th- This being off, I've, I've lost all track of The time. weather outside is frightful. It is freaking frightful out there. It's just going to get worse. But you and I. Yeah. We are delight thunder and lightning. Absolutely. Are, and since there's no place to go, let the rumblings flow. Let them flow. Let them flow. flow. When we finally get your question, and we relieve your depression, I can't go any further. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I can't go any further. I can't. All right. <laughs> want to thank our listeners, you guys out there on Supertalk, or Supertalk.fm or anywhere you're getting podcasts, especially the servicemen and women who hopefully are headed home for the holidays uh, very, very soon. We want to thank our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. If you're in Starkville, you can go by Strange Brew. They've got like a communal brew at Forward going for students. You know, finals week are coming up. They need the caffeine. Joel and I are going to head up there uh, either today or tomorrow, I think, and put a little money in the pot for uh, for you guys as well. We need, to, we need to do that as a proud sponsor. Plus, uh, College Corner. Don't forget to uh, check them out this weekend when our good friend and host will be there signing books. Buy yourself a, a Bulldog hoodie. Make sure you tell him how much you love the Thunder and Lightning podcast. We will appreciate that. Or you can just shop online at collegecornerstore.com and get the widest and best selection of MSU merchandise or any school's merchandise here. And I think, they, you know, not only State Ole Miss Southern, but I think they have some LSU stuff, some Alabama stuff. So, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if your fanship transcends borders... First off, why don't you go back where you came from? And secondly, you can buy that stuff. So, yeah. All right. We are going to dive right into the rumblings. Why? Because we are on a timer here. Chelsea kicks off in 42 minutes. Champions League football. <laughs> uh, by, the, by the time uh, this show airs, everybody will know the result. No, nah, I take that back. Very few people will know the result. Including your co-host. Uh, no, you'll know. Uh, I'll text you. All right. Jay Henry has our first question today. Why are people hyping up Lane Kiffin? He has SEC experience, yes, but in the East. We all know the West is much harder. If state fans are scared, go to church. Well, I mean, Kirby Smart's got experience in the East. What are we talking about here? The the, the SEC is the SEC. Well, Lane Kiffin also has experience in the West, just not as a head coach. Right. He, I mean, he sat under the wing of yeah. arguably the greatest head coach in college football history. Uh, he, he's he's got a good pedigree, and I know that right now there's a lot of. I think you took a lot of grief on six uh, pack. Six, Six packs, packs peak. peak. Yeah, that website. I, I believe so. you took a little heat on there this morning, but it's just the fact of the matter is the guy's got a, a resume and he does have a name. And will that matter in the end? I don't know. But you know, right now, when you look at it, it's a splash hire that might work. It may he, not. It may crash is, and burn. He is a better coach than what they had. That is the simplest way to look at it. Yeah, it's not hyping him up. It's telling the truth. He's better than what they had. Ask yourself. If you're a Mississippi State fan, who would you rather be the head coach at Ole Miss the next five years, Lane Kiffin or Matt Luke? Simple as that. You just you just nailed it. All right, uh, our friend Justin Strawn at a you know a, a it's it's not reasonable but it's acceptable 4:30 a.m. There are reasons to be up at 4:30. Uh, let's see. I haven't even looked at these questions really. Uh, let's see here. Hypothetically, if a football team hired a coach who underperformed so much at one of the premier programs in the country that was left on the tarmac after a road game, should the fans of that school act hire, that hired him act like he's Bear Bryant? Hypothetically, of course. This is the other side of the coin. Ole Miss fans are overhyping this hire. They, they, they think they've, they've hired the next Nick Saban, the next you know Kirby Smart. They haven't. 
He'll be a good coach, but the, the thought that, that, that Johnny Vaught's not walking through that door, you know, it's not. not and if he did, it's not 1955. So yeah, the, on both sides, you've got some state fans who are overplaying it because they're nervous. Yeah, some state fans who are underplaying it because they don't want to admit yeah. that, that Ole Miss is a little bit better. To, not yeah. not better than state, just oh, they got better. And then on the other side of it, you have Ole Miss fans who are like, we are back. They're not back. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Lane Kiffin might just be, uh, you know, let, let's say Matt Luke was a 1991 Ford Ranger. And Lane Kiffin might only be like a, a 2005 Tacoma. Mm-hmm. But he's a lot better than, than what they had before. You know, it's a big upgrade kind of deal, at least, at least externally looking at it. And so you can't blame Ole Miss fans for being excited about this hire. And right. uh, are they overhyping it? Could yeah. be, you know. I, he, he may get there and, you know, th- this hype may be the highest level that they see. Yeah. And it may, dump, you know, spiral down yeah. from here. Who knows? My, 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 uh, my Sports Talk Mississippi cohort, Richard Cross, said this is the, maybe the single most unifying moment in Ole Miss history. Before this, it was a sale at the Rogue. Also from Justin. People were mad. Uh, you know, I'm going to skip that one. It's a good question, but I'm just going to skip it. Uh, along these same lines, will MSU ever fire a coach in a year when they go to a bowl and beat Ole Miss? I vote no. No. They will never. If a coach beats Ole Miss and goes to a bowl, he will always be the coach of Mississippi State. 2019, or excuse me, 2020, Ole Miss is, or State is 6-6 six and six and they beat Ole Miss in Oxford. No. They're not firing I'm, I'm saying no. I lean towards yes. Okay. At that point. I, well, we'll I say no. I, you, you may very well be right. I'm not convinced that I'm right, but mm-hmm. I, I just think at that point you're seeing no progress at all. Does that coach promote a safe family atmosphere at the, at the stadium? If he does, he's in. Uh, he may rank, be safe. May not be anybody there, so right. it'll be pretty safe. <laughs> it'll be pretty safe. Rank these animated Christmas specials. Garfield, the original Grinch, and Charlie Brown. I don't know that I've ever seen the Garfield Christmas special. I don't know, but I know that the original Grinch is number one. Number one. No I, I vote no. I say no. I say Charlie Brown is number one. Well, I, you and I are just going to have to agree to disagree there. I've got the, the original Grinch on my DVR right now because it just came on the other Locked day. Locked and loaded. And, uh, yes, it was well, That reminds me, a Christmas, I watch it a Christmas Carol was on the other day and I DVR'd it. And I ha- no, wait. Yeah, it was. It was on Thursday. I need to watch that. It's going to sit on the DVR. Rob Hadaway, in this state we've had such new coach marketing gyms as A Cut Above, The Ozone, Dan is the Man, More Fill in the Blank, and now The Lane Train. If you were hired as coach, what would be on the initial T-shirts? The Joel T. Experience. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, preach it. <laughs> That's for you. Oh, uh, brother, brother Joel, here to save you. We got our coal man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mine would have to be some sort of like "Who's your daddy?" thing, right? So there had to be the word "dad" in there. You know, it'd have to go that way. I don't know how we would do it. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't have an idea. Did Mister T have any kind of cool slogan? Because we could go with Joel T and uh, Mister yeah. T. Joel T pities the fool. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I like that. I forgot about pity the fool. That was pretty obvious. All right. Uh, as a newer listener, pain sleeper. As a newer listener, I need a few thunder and lightning traditions explained. Origin of the Cruton song. That is not a thunder and lightning tradition. That is a B and B show tradition. That goes way back. I tell you what. Whenever I'm there's a commitment, I, you play the Cruton song. And to to bring in a, a musician of that caliber to, to help us out. <laughs> yeah. On that. That cost a pretty penny. I tell you what. All right. Origin of the Woo. 
I mean, well, how many times we got to do this? Uh, you know, you would be surprised the number of times I get asked that. But the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Styling and profile. Stop that. Stop it. Just get a little excited whenever I t- He's it, doing the pec flick flex again, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Getting ready to slap the figure four on you over there, Hayden. Uh, yeah, Ric Flair. It's a tribute one of the, to the One of the two or three greatest wrestlers that ever lived. The woo. All right, and the last one. Why the hard rock songs at the end every time? What are we doing with our lives here that you don't recognize these songs? All right, they're not always hard rock songs. There's there's some other songs. They're wrestling Titan Tron songs. <laughs> you know, I, I don't go back and listen to very many of our shows mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, I listen to them as, they're as soon as they happen. Yeah. Um, so I don't hear a lot of the outro songs, but every now and then you do one that... Because you, you play them for me sometimes. Yeah. And every now and then you do one that even I'm like, not sure what it is. But I know where... It, I know the genesis they're of them. All, they're all they're wrestling, wrestling theme related songs. songs Unless there's some sort of unusual situation. I might, I might go a different way then, but for the most part, yeah. Ben Otten wants to know, does Dan Mullen have a realistic shot at the Dallas job? Would he be successful with Dak? Let's answer the second question first, because I think that's a yes. I do too. He's a good football coach. You reunite him with the best quarterback. I'm saying it, the best quarterback he ever coached. And with, with the, the, the resources that Dallas has, yeah, he'd be successful. I mean, what's Dallas's biggest problem right now, it seems to be, is offensively they're just they're bland. Mullen is a good offensive coach. Does he have a realistic shot? Eh. He's not number one on the list. He might not even be in the top five. But if they get turned down enough, there, there's going to be a point where they say, "Why don't we? Why don't we put the band back together?" And what's one of the biggest knocks against Dan as a college head coach? Can't recruit. Can't recruit. Yeah, you take his biggest problem away from him. you. Know yeah. who? You know who really loses in this deal? Hevesy and Gonzalez because they're not going to Dallas. That's not happening. And then what do they do? They got to start earning their keep. That's going to be a problem for them. So, I mean, the first choice is Lincoln Riley. That's who Dallas is going to go for first, I think. But Mullen's on the list somewhere. Got to be. Do you think his offensive style or whatever yes. translates? Yes. You think it'd be fine? Absolutely. Which, I mean, he has hey, a quarterback that's ran that offensive well, no, style. That, so. I mean, he's a guy who's adjusted his offense. His offense yeah. with Tyler Russell did not look like his offense with Nick Fitzgerald, did not look like his offense with Dak Prescott as a senior versus Dak Prescott as a junior. Yeah. He can make the changes. Yeah. Dan Mullen is. He's smart. He's very smart, and yeah. and I think most people know this and understand it, but Dan Mullen is a really, really good football coach. Yeah. Todd Hughes wants to know some of the best places to eat in Nashville. We're a little too – I haven't done enough research. We'll come, Todd, I want you to ask me this question again next week. I will have, I'll have some research done for that. Gil Mainkling, I'm not an English Premier League fan or a wrestling fan. Convince me to change my mind. You do wrestling. <laughs> right now? The only thing I can do to convince you to be a wrestling fan is to watch AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights on TNT. <laughs> because the rest of it right now, Raw, SmackDown, anything WWE related, it's just it's just tedious and it's crap, yeah. quite frankly, right now. Um, and, and AEW Dynamite kind of seems to take it back a little more old school, uh, late '90s-ish, a little bit, and 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 that was when wrestling was really really fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would encourage you to watch that if you have any desire to to uh, get get into the professional wrestling game at, at this point. But yeah, it's the only reason I still pay attention to WWE a little bit and stuff is because I've always paid attention to WWE. It's almost a habit more than anything at this point. It's it's not really something that's hot right now, so I can't sell it to you all that great. Yeah, uh, for the English Premier League, the one the main the main thing is with this is if you pick a team and you really get into it, you have a sport to follow from August through May. I mean, that's when the season is long. And 
you can uh, you can I mean if you really get into it like think about baseball I mean you know and it, it's just that, that season sort of drags out but at the same time it's not it's it's only what you know it's more it's April through uh, basically the end of October yeah yeah I mean you got a full year of this plus the other side of that is baseball plays 162 games right and that's what and NBA plays 82 games you play 30 games in the Premier League they're just spread out. Over a lot of, of weekends, and every game really does truly matter. Plus, you have the relegation thing makes it funny to me. It makes it cool. Like you have to try to win, otherwise you're going to lose. A t- Imagine how much money an NFL team would lose if there was a lesser NFL. If they if, there's, if they told the Bengals next year you're in the XFL, how much money would they, you don't get any more NFL TV money? You got to survive on that. Everybody, no, there would be no tanking ever. There's no, there's no tanking. In in EPL, they're just teams that aren't as good. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, we already answered part of Ryan's question. Uh, Ryan Nelson, how would Dan Mullen do as the coach of the Cowboys? What should Joe Moorhead's salary be, and where should he rank in the SEC? He, he's probably about right right now. I mean, he's, he's second to last or third to last. Um, he he has to be above Mason. Yeah, he has to be above the new guy at Arkansas. Who? What's his name again? Pittman. Pittman. I he really should be already. above Drinkwitz, but that's just Missouri being desperate, and they, they had to do what they had to do. Kiffin, I have no problem him making less than Kiffin, um, and the you know you know and the rest of them. Now, and this year will just be the the judge. Either he'll be making no salary for Mississippi State, or he can go in there and say right, it's time for a raise, and he'll be up around four million next year, I would think. Yeah, but it's on him. Uh, let's see here. Todd Hughes has an interesting question. That's a big story from yesterday. What are your thoughts on the new location and dates of the MLB draft? Love it. Love it. we got to get there a couple days early now. We need to be there. Yeah, I love it more so from the standpoint of, uh, in the past, some of these guys, some of these highly rated draft pick guys are, are literally in the middle of a super regional game when they find out they're drafted. Yeah. I mean, and those are big moments for kids. Sorry. Um, could you say it again, please? Siri chiming in over here. I don't know what I said, but I woke her up. Um, anyway, th- those are big moments for kids. And, and and to be sitting in a dugout or on a pitcher's mound or an on-deck circle and everybody's like, hey, waving at you, you just got drafted kind of deal, just yeah. let them have, a, have some time to enjoy it. So there's that. And, and then the College World Series teams that are there are going to have some high draft choices. They'll be in, in the town already. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a couple of, of folks that you – know, a couple of teams that aren't in, in Omaha, you know, their high draft picks can go ahead and go come to Omaha, make it more of an event. There's really nothing that I don't like about this. Um the way it was done before to do it in the middle of games, Not and cool. stuff, it's just it just wasn't cool. I agree. It, this is it Much puts better. it on college baseball's biggest stage. Um, I, I like everything about it. I, is it perfect? Could you come up with an even better idea? Probably, but this is a lot better than what it was. I agree, hundred uh, percent. Let's see here. Hold on, my computer's wanting to mess with me here today. All right, Zach Huzak wants to know: There have been issues with the concession stands all year. Do you think that has played part in the beer decision? Possibly a remodeling coming first. I do not think that. I don't think that at all. No, I. Those are two separate issues, in my opinion. Yeah. Because here, here at the end of the day, somebody made a, a good point. Somebody went to a game at LSU. All they're doing is taking canned beer and pouring it in a cup. This isn't a situation where you got to bring. They're not. They're not. This. This isn't a, a pub. This isn't a, a, a brewery. They're not going to be pulling stuff off. The, there's not going to be draft beer. It's going to be canned beer poured into a cup. So I mean, how much training do we really have to have here? 
So they're two separate issues. It boils down to, I think what we said on the show the other day, I think Mississippi State really would like to maintain the perception of family-friendly, we don't sell beer kind of thing, despite the fact it's flowing all throughout the state. And it's kind of a hypocritical it's not kind of way of doing it. It's not kind of. It's it is hypocritical. <laughs> Simple as that. Speaking of beer, what are some of your favorites? Do you have a favorite beer? You're not much of a beer drinker. No, right? I'm not a beer drinker of any. Not okay. that I, you know, if you if you enjoy you got, one from time to time, you have at it. But yeah. it's not my thing. I, uh, my my favorite beverage of choice is uh, an ice cold Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, for me, uh, Wiseacre Brewing in Memphis has the Tiny Bomb. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I like 30A's uh, Beach Blonde. 30A. Uh, I'm sorry, the Grayton, uh, Grayton Brewing Company's 30A Beach Blonde. Grayton Brewing Company is actually run by an old high school classmate of mine. Well, not a classmate, a guy I went to high school with. Yeah. So he's a rebel. So, you know, not all good, but his beer is really, really good. Um, I like a beta. I like, a, you know, an Abita strawberry and a beta amber, both good beers. Purple haze every now and then. That's just not, it's not my favorite. Um, but yeah, but more by and large, when I see Tiny Mom on the on the beer menu, that's what I'm going to go for. Uh, with the offseason approaching, has there been any more thought of doing some free talk pods? I would personally be down for religion, life advice, books, or whatever else. Well, first off, what offseason? <laughs> what is the offseason? Is it? It's July. July, basically. It's awful cold to be July. I mean, we got basketball, we got women's basketball, and we are basically two, two months, months from the start of baseball season. So there's there's no offseason for, and, and not to mention recruiting is about to really heat up. So I mean, we'll try. You know, I got no problem with that. But from that Ellisville dog, what was the best movie you saw this year? Best movie I saw this year. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man. <laughs> you know, asking that question, I didn't see a whole lot of movies in in 2019. What was the best movie you saw all year? The Joker. Uh, Joker. Still haven't seen it. Fantastic. Still haven't seen it. Um, um, and Endgame was this year too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In theaters, the only movie I saw in theater all year was the remake of The Lion King. So that's your answer. <laughs> I, I went guess, with the yeah. kid. I went with the. We took the kids to, yeah. to that. So all right, I'll go with the remake of The Lion King. How? Okay. I, I like I like The Lion King. By the way, so it's, I know. Yeah, it's not like it's not like I'm just what a, what having a, to settle. What a great difference in movies: The Lion King and Joker. Couldn't couldn't be any more different if we tried. Uh, Derek wants to know. Does the Kiffin hire change the conventional wisdom that Corral will transfer and possibly push Plumlee full-time to baseball? I think the first part of that is true. I think Corral will stay because Kiffin is a good quarterback coach, and uh, he'll give he'll change the offense up, and he'll, he'll throw the football. Uh, but Plumlee going full-time to baseball, I don't see that at all. I think Plumlee will also benefit. I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday that he'll be some sort of they'll, they'll install packages for him as a wildcat QB. Probably helps him out from the standpoint of you're the starting quarterback. Yeah, it'd be kind of tough to miss spring football and go play baseball. Yeah, but now if especially. you're like a slot receiver or something, I don't know what he'd be. Just a jack of all trades. Kind that's, of, that's the thing with him. Yeah, right now is. I mean, he, now he if, needs to do the spring. Well, if you're no longer the starting quarterback, though, you could stand to miss a couple of spring. Yeah, practices. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. All right, John Jeffrey Nelson. Uh, Lane Kiffin is definitely a fitted Ole Miss. What was, who was the hire that would most closely align with MSU and its fans? I have the answer for me. All right. They almost hired him. But Jeremy Pruitt is just a big old country boy. I mean, he, 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 he feels like an MSU kind of guy. Now, he also feels like he's sort of dumb, so I don't know if that's the right answer or not. I mean, he didn't know what asparagus was. But he's, I was trying to think, of like, who's, who's country? 
You know, then that's that. That was one that I thought of. Who's, who's, who seems like he's just like a down home kind of guy? Muschamp seems that way. I mean, I'm picking bad coaches though. I wish I could pick a good one. An MSU kind of guy. Uh, who's somebody you could just see with camo on going off into the woods and Muschamp? Kirby Smart is 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 a Southern guy. Uh, I'm, I, I was trying to think of somebody like from not from not in the SEC that you could pick. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> People are gonna like this, but if, if Joe Moore had threw some camo, I mean, he's a very has a state like personality. His his you know he's a very blue collar kind of guy. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, he's actually from a, in a lot of ways a really good cultural fit. The only problem with Joe is the wins hadn't come yet. Right. Like I, I feel like everybody loved him last two summers ago. Everybody was like, "This is the guy," you know. Yeah, his his personality fits, and I think his personality will fit again mm-hmm. once he starts. Winning. Once he starts winning, if he starts winning, yeah. What's your favorite Christmas song? Same from John Jeffrey Nelson. We had that question last week, and I told you that. And my, you, you, I, I'll I, give you a chance I, to change. I amended it. it. Yeah, and it's going to go back to the best Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I love the Dan Grinch song. Yeah, as you're sitting there wearing your green over there today. You're I'm wearing... a nasty one, <laughs> Mister. Hey, Dad. I wouldn't touch you with a. All right. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Graham Yateman. It may just be the rock, the kick rocker. In me. It should be the rock kicker in you, Graham. The rock kicker in you. But does Joe Moorhead need a lesson on how to talk to the fans through the media? Joe is repeatedly putting his foot in his mouth, such as tweeting inspirational quotes during a losing streak, kicking rocks and pounding sand, ring sizes, etc. I think part of this is just sometimes you got to learn on the job a little bit. Now, you hope that you get the football part ahead of time, but as far as like dealing with people, that's sometimes you just got to figure that out. You know? Yeah. I mean, Mullen was a jerk at the beginning. And he was still a jerk at the end, but he at least figured out how to talk to people. Oh, well, sometimes. Yeah. You know, the call-in show lady that he told. Yeah, that's you know, a good example. You buy a ticket if you want to come see who's playing on our time. I mean, you're sitting there. And you know Dan didn't really take a whole lot of heat from that because, yeah. I mean, he was a year off of leading state to number one in the country. Yeah. So it goes to show that if you win, say whatever you want. Exactly. And if you're 6 and 6 and barely scraping by and folks are concerned that the program's head back in the toilet, you better watch what you say a little more. I agree. If you want to have free reign, win more games. Yeah. Nick Saban could literally go into most Alabama's fans house and slap their mother and they would not care. They would they would be like, "Well, coach Saban slapped, you must have had a reason." So, Red Devil Dog wants to say that he agrees with me that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so Put him on the right side of, of history. That being said, so is trading places. 100% two of the best boobs in the business, and I'm not just talking about Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. I know what you're talking about. Your thoughts. Trading places is a Christmas movie. It's set at Christmas. Uh, Winthorpe gets kicked out of a Christmas party dressed as Santa. It's a Christmas movie, 100%. Yes. Hadn't seen it. Oh, come on. You haven't seen Trading Places? That's a Hadn't. classic. Eddie Murphy. I, I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. I know who's in it, but I, I've never watched the All movie. Right, you need to watch that. We're putting that on your list. <laughs> Got somebody here waiting on Thunder and Lightning. What were you waiting on? Like I had the, the podcast is up. Been up every day this week. Yeah. We only missed two days. The end of last week, we gave Brian a breather. That's right. Uh, Andy Atkinson, Double A. Have you seen the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer? If so, your thoughts. If not, rectify that right now. Have you seen the trailer? Mm-mm. I have. All right. Uh, it looks good. Um, Wonder Woman is a movie. I, I love the first one. I thought it was really, really good. My daughters really liked it too. So as a dad of daughters, it's a good movie to take them to. Um, 
I'm interested to see where it goes. She, you know, she's a character I find very interesting. So, yeah, I'll, I'll def, that's one I will definitely uh, check out. Another one from AA. Brian, your close personal friend, Farad Green, has been invited to one of the postseason prospect games. Is this a direct result of the two of you reconciling your differences in the summer? I mean, come on. Of course it's the, that's the reason. <laughs> I'm not saying it is, but I'm not saying I, it isn't. It didn't hurt. No, I mean, he had a... He had a very under the radar. He didn't catch a lot of balls, but when he caught passes, they went for big gains. Uh huh. I think I think he has a chance. He's got a shot, you know, to to get up there. Clay Crowder with a question that everybody needs to know the answer to: Should the chess pass be banned in the Dr Pepper tuition giveaway? One hundred percent yes. They should make that the rule. You have to throw the football like you throw footballs. It has to be an overhand throw. Yeah. Otherwise, let's make it a basketball competition. Yeah. Put a basketball. It's just dumb. It looks terrible, and I don't know if you've seen this. A few years back, uh, Sam Ponder from ESPN said she was going to make fun of it on the air, and they got Dr. Pepper said evidently Dr. Pepper is very sensitive about don't make fun of these people doing the chess pass. But I don't work for ESPN, and I don't get any money from Dr. Pepper, so I'll tell you they look like a bunch of idiots. That said, if Dr. Pepper would like to pay us, we will. Glad to take your money, it up and I'll fluff how, it up however you want to. That said, you know I don't hate on the kids for. Uh, Take advantage of the loophole because man, if somebody gave me a hundred thousand dollars, I would take it. But it, it they need to change the rules. One hundred percent. Traquan Key has some questions for us. If you had to pick one improvement to a facility at Mississippi State, what would it be? Ah, uh, let's see. We need a more palatial press box. I, well, <laughs> something I was going to say. And I know that the fans don't care about this at all. And you and I really can't complain about it because we have good seats in the oh, Duty, Duty Noble, Noble press box. The second row? But there are, yes, the second row of the press box at Duty Noble, if that's where you end up seat, sitting, mm-hmm. you can't see the game. Yeah. And, and I know fans don't care about that, but that's one thing that I think. I, I think well, somebody that, didn't got, really. That, that big column right in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, and the way that the windows it's and not, stuff are. It's it, not particularly it is, well thought out. It, it was not well thought out. Which at I don't all. have. Again, I, I really, if you're gonna put money into the stadium, put it into the facility for the players. For the, fan, and the fans. Yes, absolutely. That's really not us. That's not us saying that state made a gaffe. But mm-hmm. when you spend however many million they spent on that, you would think that a slightly bit more bit of thought would have went into the press area, but it didn't. So for, for me, but for for an actual facility oh, okay, thing, yeah. um, go ahead. Well, like I, I don't believe the east side of the stadium matches the west in terms of like it's still like below ground and, and it. They need to make a match. That's what I would do. Make the east side and the west side, you know, have the same look. That's that's what I would do. Um, are the troughs still on the east side? I believe they are. Got to get rid. That's what I'm talking about. You got to get rid of all that kind of stuff. I mean, because who doesn't like other people's pee splashing on the your Templeton shins? troughs? Yeah. Um. Let's see. State does need a. Uh, Indoor practice facility for football too. Yeah, and I but think that's, that, that's that, not that's not an improvement though. That's a brand new thing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Anyway, all right. He also wants to know Traquan Key. What is the worst movie you've ever seen and why? So we got we had the best movie. Now we got the worst movie. Um, it's probably something my wife drug me to when we were dating. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. I didn't watch it. I fell asleep. <laughs> I literally went to sleep in it. I, I told I told Katie a few minutes in. I was like, hey. I'm glad I'm here with you. Nap time for me, darling. Yeah, yeah. You hold the hand and just go to sleep. There you go. And uh, so that, that was pretty – I say it's terrible. I maybe, maybe if I stayed awake, I'd have got into it. Yeah, but. I enjoyed it, yeah. Uh, for me, it's The Blair Witch Project. I can't stand that movie. 
I sat I, I sat and watched that movie, the whole movie. I'm just like, all right, we'll see the witch at the end, I guess. And then you can see the witch. There's no witch. All right, there was a witch, but you don't get to see her. It, it, it pissed me off. So I hate that movie. Uh, let's see here. Frank Dukes. As far as like most disappointed I've ever been in a movie, though, mm-hmm. Batman Superman. Oh, God. No, the, I was just so angry. Do a whole show on that. I was I so angry. I have done a whole show on that. Uh, Frank Dukes wants our top five wrestling managers of all time. Ooh, I like this one. Right. Um, I got three right off the top of the my brain's head. The brain's up there. I the brain heating. Um, Paul Bear's up there. Okay. For me. Okay. Um, uh, Jimmy Hart. Okay, that's you. Yeah. Maybe that's personal because me and, me and, me and Jimmy Hart's tight. I, yeah. You know, I talked to him, met him. Yeah, the mouth of the South. Y'all are both. Ah, who, who's, who's some of my other favorites here? Uh, I don't have Jimmy Hart in my top five. Do you know? No. Okay. Um, those three to me just kind of stand above the rest. Ooh, you're leaving out two bit. of the big I'm ones for me. Two huge for ones. me, anyway. Here's my top All right, five. Go, go for it. All right. uh, I, I'm going to agree with you on uh, Bobby the Brain. Who was the second one you said? Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer can be in there. That's fine. Jim Cornette. Yeah, I thought about Cornette. Paul E. Dangerously, Paul Heyman. Yeah. Paul Ellering. Yeah. That's my. That's my I, top I can five. see that. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah Love me some precious Paul. Hey, Heyman. I'll throw him in. Heyman's got to be. He can in there. sell anything. And the, the old Paul E. Dangerously with the Dangerous Alliance, and that, that, that's got to be on there. Uh, how funny would it be? Still from Frank. If Kevin bolts after one year at Ole Miss, pretty, pretty funny. I would laugh. Thing is, he's not going to have a good record after this first year. Like he's he's going to start if, probably two and five. He probably is, but let's and, say let's say they finish five and seven, and then I mean he this is what we talked about. He has this resume and the pedigree and everybody seems, seems like that you could sell that into something bigger if you wanted to, you know. I thing know. is, I don't know. I don't know what Lane Kevin's ultimate goals are. Um, back to USC, maybe? <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, nah, it's but. not going to happen. But, I mean, he'd probably have to get back to the West Coast, if I, if I had to guess. Uh, Reed James. Why do Ole Miss fans think the Egg Bowl is below them? Shouldn't they win that game before declaring they're more worried about LSU and Alabama? Well, the path to success for either state or Ole Miss to is the, to beat the other one. It's, we, we've talked about it before, like, it, for State to have a good year, they, a game like Kentucky has to be in the win column. Same with the Egg Bowl. You have to win the Egg Bowl to have a really good year. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, 2014 wasn't a really good year, but for, but nine times out of ten, and even I would say, I have always said the 2014 season is marred by the fact that you didn't Oh, it is. It, it's like you're cooking this great dinner in the oven, and it looks yeah. so good, and then it, it, you, you accidentally leave it in there a little too long, and yeah. it burns at the end. So, yeah, you're right, Reed, that, that – you have to be the best. The Iron Bowl is everything in Alabama because look at Alabama this year. If they had won that game, they are probably in the playoff. I I, I, I would not be surprised if they had stayed ahead of Oklahoma because they didn't, you know. I, you have to be the best in your state to be the best in the country. That's how I would look at it. Nine times out of ten. Uh, Austin Mack wants to know, any downside to a Jacob Peeler hire? We've been talking about this a little bit. He, you know, he will not be retained at Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi guy. Uh, when he was at Cal, he was able to get some some recruits out of the state of Mississippi to Cal. Has been a big part of their recruiting at Ole Miss. Got to feel that Moorhead's going to at least you know kick the tires here, right? I I don't know how you don't. 
Yeah. If you're Joe and you don't at least explore that option, I I'd love an explanation as to why. Um, and Jake's just a he, Jacob Peeler's just a good dude. Yeah. Um, too. I and, and y'all know me. I, I enjoy I enjoy and root for good folks. Um, Peeler's a guy that that whether he's wearing Ole Miss red and blue or state maroon and white or wherever he goes, uh, he, he's a guy that I'm going to be pulling for. Um, he. Had a bunch of classes and stuff. Classmate at Mississippi State with Peeler. He's a, he's a really good dude. Got a state degree. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll we'll, see, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. I'm not really sure where. Uh, oh, hold on, Lynn McLaughlin. Can the offense take a step forward next year? And what would be the one thing that has to happen for it to do so? And let's go Mets. That's for you. Boo. All right. What's let's the go ma- Mangum. I'll go with Mangum. If you right. said let's go Mangum, I, I think you and I will agree on the answer to this. The receivers have to be better. That is it. That is the answer. And you're not doing it through recruiting, so the guys you have on campus have got to get better this year. They have to be better in 2020. Fair? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, Joe's career at Mississippi State might hinge on whether Osiris Mitchell and Javante Payton and all those guys take a step forward. Yeah, I It agree. really might. I agree. Uh, Cody Perkins. Uh, what are the top five or three best meats you've ever concerned? So you just want the meat, not like where I got it? Like, number one is beef. <laughs> I'd rather have a steak than just about anything else. Uh, I'll tell you the best meat I've had recently. Mm. That brisket at the uh, place we ate at Arkansas. At Wright's Barbecue. That Shout out to good. Bucky Perkins. That was delicious. It was. It was really, really good. I had. I had. I think the brisket I had the week before that day at A&M was better. I went to, to Killen's Barbecue. In, uh, there, but I mean, I'd much rather have a big steak than just about anything on the earth. Uh, number two for me would be I love lamb. You like lamb? I, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Pork three. I'd probably put pork over okay. lamb, but well, it's, lamb is something I don't get very often. I just don't. I just don't. You know, you, my wife doesn't like it, but uh, you're not a big chicken guy. Oh, I love chicken, but I mean, what, if you're saying I have, if I go to a buffet and there's beef, lamb, pork, and chicken. Chicken's fourth. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm more of a, uh, I don't go outside my boundaries too much, but I'd, I'd, I'd slide lamb on down the list, throw chicken in, top, in my top three okay. for sure. Well, I mean, and it just sort of depends on like what I'm eating, right? Yeah. Like if I'm eating Gus's fried chicken, that's up there. You know, I love it. But, you know, you never know. Also depends on the day for me. Like true. Some, some days I just got a hanker for some chicken. Yeah. Having chicken tonight for dinner. Uh, Rocky Vaughn, the rumblings say Macaulay Culkin, but I think Joe Burrow looks more like a former <laughs> SNL cast member when he professional things. He thinks that Joe Burrow looks like Jim Brewer. And in those pictures that he, he posted with they, that they, question, he is correct. I need to see some horns on Joe Bur- Burrow so I can see what he looks like as Goat Boy. <laughs> That's what I need. Houston Smith says, Kentucky's Lynn Bowden declared for the draft. Do you see him projecting <laughs> as a quarterback? Why or why not? I do not see him. Joel as a quarterback. I don't know about you. I, I'm going to leave this one to you because I think you have great well, analysis. I think for this. the main reason I don't see him as a quarterback, and nothing against him, I think he'd be a very good pro, you know, and be a, a fantastic athlete and a guy who can do a lot of things for any team. I, I would love to see him in New Orleans. But the main reason I don't see him as a quarterback is he cannot throw the football. He cannot throw it. Now, scouts and, and internet wisdom has told us that guys like Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott couldn't throw the football. And they seem to have worked out okay. But in this case, I feel that he actually cannot throw the football. It's not a projection of, I just don't like the guy. Uh, it's literally, he cannot throw it. And, and when you sit back and you examine 
what some of the best NFL quarterbacks, the, the qualities and the traits they had. Think of Joe Montana. Think yeah. of Dan Marino. He think could of Brett throw Favre. the football. All of those guys seem to be proficient at the forward pass. Don't know that he is. Right. So I agree. Uh, where are we here? Uh, six Packs Peak. Six. Well, he's got it done in his. It looked like it's Six Packs Speak. I don't think that's right. Why second, you, second mention for this this organization yeah. on today's show. Who knows more about that organization than me, brother? Uh, why do you love Lane Kiffin so much? Okay, what 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 are we doing here? What's what 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 is happening? What what? You know who I, you know who I love? I love my family, just not you, because because you're being <laughs> you're being annoying. Just stop. Have you seen, because Horka, God bless his soul, he mm-hmm. tweeted out his article that he wrote from the Lane Kiffin presser. You know, he he uh, he was sent. His bosses, I suppose, sent him there. It's not like Tyler, you know, up and decided, I'm leaving the state beat, going to go write about Lane Kiffin. I'm sure he, his employer asked him to go. But he tweeted his story out, and there were some very not kind responses. Really? To that story, too. Because... I guess from, in, from which group of fans? Uh, I think it was oh, state it was, fans. Okay, I need to check that out. And just as you know, some were not pleased with the fact that we discussed Lane Kiffin, and I don't understand why you can't discuss the subject. You know, it's I don't understand why you can't say it might be a good call, hire for just them. Calm down. I, anyway, calm down. people weren't all too happy. At least right. not all people. Brooks Roberts, our good friend, once hey. We're starting a minor league baseball franchise. What's the nickname and mascot? First off, are we really doing that? In the government, in the MLB, trying to shut down minor league baseball? Well, a some losing, of them. We're losing money. Some of here. them. They're yeah. going to start like the Dream League. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's going. Uh, our nickname. We need. We need. You got to have one of these catchy nicknames nowadays. The Peck Flexers. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a mascot. That has like automated pecs. Yeah, and he's like pu- the guy inside the thing just pushes a button and the, and the pecs start going. It's like just Luger's pecs, and they just go. <laughs> so wh- where are we based out of? Uh, Pensacola Peck Flexers. The Pensacola Pecs Peck Flexers. You gotta be careful with that and go the other way real quick, quick, and then you're the Flex Peckers, and then God only knows what that is. The Florida Flex. The Florida Flex Peckers. No, we don't want to be that. We are the Pensacola Peck Flex. I can't even say it. <laughs> or if we want to be based in Mississippi, you can go what, like Pascagoula? Pascagoula or? Peck Flexers. I can, I can, I almost can't do it. The, I want to say Pex Fleckers for some reason, but then it turns into Flex Peckers. Uh, All right. Uh, ha, ha. Uh, the uncommon one. I don't think that's really his name. How badly does MSU need to beat Louisville to rein in back in some of the fan base for Moorhead? Will a win in the bowl get most back on the fold? No. No. A loss would would further alienate about more, more than a win would help anything. A win just kind of maintains where, where the situation's at, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he can gain favor so much in this game. I don't know. If, he, if State comes out and, I don't know, Garrett Schrader or whoever passes for 250, 300 yards, and then they run all over him, too. And it's one of those situations like when Dak had the monster game against Rice. Maybe people are a little bit more optimistic going into next season. But, man, if you lose this game and you just, you're just you sitting around for eight months yeah. stewing over another loss and, yeah. and you're 6-7 six and seven and yeah. the offense didn't move the football, and eh, Dan Mullen back, I guess, eh, ain't going to be Oh, yeah, well, you know. I don't think he has to beat him badly, though. He just needs to win. 
and look competent doing it. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Kevin Wright, every year my wife convinces me to add something new to our Christmas decorations. This year was roof lights. What could she possibly request next year that could top that? I know it's one word. Ready? Animatronics. <laughs> All right? I want Santa up there waving to the crowd. I want a, a sleigh of reindeer going back and forth. I want Frosty the Snowman pivoting around in your front yard. That's where we're going. Don't let your wife listen to this. She'll have you doing it. Uh, what off-season conditioning are you doing to improve in the Pick'em Contest? Uh, Don't know if you know this. I beat Joel by 14 games this year. Yeah, but you know what? As I told you last night, as mm. we enjoyed our delicious dinner. It was fantastic. How, did the kids like the dessert? That was, did they get to try it? Uh, they, they were actually, uh, well, the young one was already asleep, and mm. the other one was in the preparations for going See, to sleep when I got home, so they did not yeah. try it. But my wife Oh, she tried it. And, and she enjoyed it, it was immensely. Good. I told you to eat it. Um, what preparations am I doing? I mean, quite frankly, what happened this year was an absolute fluke, so I don't have to do anything. I'm this. just going to win. Oh, you're just going to win? I'm just going to win. Is that what you think? Yeah. It's just show up. You, you think you're just going to show up and win, huh? Yeah. Is, that, is, that what, is that what you think? Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. Just saying. Come out here with your Psalms. Come out here with your John 316. Hey, Dad 316 says I just whipped your ass. One family show. One family one. show. I'd like to apologize to all the children out there listening. That they're, you have they're to probably know. drinking beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have a beer on this show. Then we can't. It won't be a family show anymore. It definitely wouldn't be safe. All right then. <laughs> Last one from Alexandra Watson, our good friend who bakes us blueberry cheesecakes. Uh, breaks me one anyway. Uh, Oh, by the way, she's a, you know, our, our annual Christmas party is uh, is this week weekend. You're going to be there. She's bringing some stuff to that too, so you get to, to sample her wares, as it were. They and I know what she's bringing, and they are going to be fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited. What's the biggest gamble you ever took, and how did it turn out? Are you talking about like actual money, like like gambling money? Have you ever gambled? Ah, uh, I mean, nothing other than like, you know, betting your buddy a dollar or a quarter or a Coke or something like that. I mean, I, I haven't, I, I've never put like actual humongous money on anything. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, I, play, I was playing video poker uh, in Vicksburg at Harris, and they do this thing where if you win the hand, you can do double or nothing. And you're like, it's basically, at that point, you're playing a war with the computer. You just pick a card, and the computer picks a card. And you can double up as many times as you want. I doubled one up to about 500 bucks. I was I was I was going to win five hundred. I was at two fifty, which I mean for my ten dollar investment, I'm doing really good. It's like I'm gonna do it one more time. And my friends are like, no, 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 don't do it, don't. And then I got five hundred dollars. So we ate good that night. We went to Waffle House. We each got a T bone. That was eating good when you were you know twenty one and living at college and stuff like that. But biggest gamble I ever took was probably asking my homecoming queen of a wife back sixteen years ago. Hey, would you like to go on a date with me? And sixteen years later, I'd say it worked out. Was she the homecoming queen? She was. She was. Look at you. That's fantastic. Did not know that. You know what? Yeah. It's good to be the king. It is good. It is good. All right. We got through the show. It's 159. We're going to make it. Uh, I have a feeling no matter what happened, we were going to finish at 159. No, no. If we'd have more questions, we'd answer them. Okay. Uh, tomorrow's show, I don't know yet. Not sure what we're going to talk about. Um, something will happen. Something will happen. I'll, I'll guarantee that for sure. Uh, later this week, I'm going to try to get uh, Kellis Robinette, who covers Kansas State, on with us to talk about Saturday's uh, basketball game. 
Friday night, we, Joel and I will be on campus. We'll get to talk to Joe Moorhead for the first time since the uh, the Egg Bowl, uh, the first time since the uh, the bowl game has been uh, put out, and, and they know about that. So we'll talk to him. So it'll be live video uh, at Super Talk. I'm sorry, at, uh, Sports Talk Mississippi's uh, Twitter page. You can check that out, and we'll we'll have some stuff to talk about there uh, for next week as well. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.